think about praying. And we will here in a second. We are going to be in Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 17 today. We, we just came out of Romans chapter 7 as we're preaching through the book of Romans. And last week was about how the law brings sin onto us, like how, how we feel the sin in our lives because we're aware of, of the law of God. And, and now, now we're changed. We're, we're into something new and different, and, and Paul shifts gears just a little bit for us. So let's go ahead and, and just, before we even read, before we do anything, let's go ahead and, and go to the Lord in prayer uh, this morning. Father God, we just come to you right now thanking you so much um, for what you have given to us. We thank you for what we're going to see in, in Romans chapter 8. We thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And Father God, we want to pray just as that last little bit of, of that that hymn we sang said, the Holy Spirit, please come and change us now. Make us more like you. Bring us closer to you. Make us your servants so that others may know who you are and the love that you bring. Father God, as, as we, we go through this time of, of worship, through the hearing of your word, I pray that you would just put me aside and that it be you. And that, Father, that you would use me as a tool in your hands to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ so that others may know the truth that you bring forth through your word. Father, convict us all, change us all, move in all of our hearts today as we seek to, to serve you and to hear your word. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So here we are, Romans chapter 8. We're going to look at verses 1 through 17. If you've got your Bible, go ahead and open up there. If not, it'll be up on the screen for you to, to follow along. Here we go, Romans chapter 8, starting with verse 1. There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh for sin, He condemned sin in the flesh, in order that the, righteousness requir the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, you are not in the flesh but in the Spirit. If, in fact, <coughs> the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit of life is the Spirit of life. The Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, 
He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. So then, brothers, we are debtors, but not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put death, the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you do not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Romans 8. It is one of the most uplifting chapters in all of the scriptures. When I feel doubt in my assurance in Christ, this is where I turn. When I, and I just feel like I'm not getting it. Like, like it's just I'm stumbling along the way. This is where I turn. This chapter begins with no condemnation. And then if we go to the very end of the chapter, we were reminded that there is also no separation. This is to remind us that those of us who are in Christ have an assurance in Him. Right? Paul offers no commands here, really. There's no imperatives for us to, to follow in, in, this belief, in this chapter to the believer. It's, it's just here to magnify the Holy Spirit and the work He does in our lives. Everything that we have talked about dying to the law and dying to sin from Romans chapter 6, or, or verse 7, ch- chapter 7, verse 6, I'll get it spit out here in a second, is highlighted again here in, in, in Romans 8, 7, 1 through 17. And as followers of Christ, this is, this is important to us because it now lets us know that we live in the age of the Holy Spirit. God puts a new spirit in His people. We have a new freedom in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit does what the law could not do. The Holy Spirit gives life. As believers in Christ, we have been set free from the law of sin and death, and we are made alive through Christ Jesus by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit does this for us. Now just just stop a moment and think about verse 1. Like like this verse alone probably deserves hours upon hours of discussion. It deserves sermon upon sermon upon itself. There's, There's so much happening here in verse 1. Brother Chris, I love this. 